Who? Welcome to another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend, I'm not sure after Thanksgiving, but I presume still Slim Rev, a.k.a. Joshua Ezzy. Hey, man. I'm just, I'm just Slim Rev with some substance in him. That's all. Slim Rev with a little extra substance. With a little extra substance. That I, I, this, is, this is predictable. <laughs> Come on, man. Just because I'm slim doesn't mean I don't like to eat. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to enjoy seasons where God's grace covers gluttony. Mm, There's seasons where the holiday seasons where God's grace is a little bit extra sufficient. Okay. For food. Mm. So now is 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 the rev back to three hundred? No, just six seven pounds heavier. Okay. And I I don't mind because I mean Christmas is coming. Okay. Mm. Then my birthday's coming, cause you know I'm getting. A, I'm I'm already requesting cake, mm. three layers. Okay. If it ain't three layers, then don't come see me. No, nothing. That's all, bro, bro. That's all we want for Christmas. Not Christmas, birthdays. Like like my nieces, nephews, and everybody's asking me, what do you want for Christmas? I said, first off, if thank you for respecting me enough to ask me, because I don't want y'all to bring me no no Santa Claus sweater. I don't want you to bring me no no kind of <clears throat> corny gifts. Mm-hmm. Give me something that I can enjoy. Okay. And that's food. So I should go ahead and cancel my Amazon order that I got the ugly sweater uh, sent to you. Yeah, cancel it and just okay. send me a cake. Just gotcha. send me, send me, send me some, send me some gift cards to a restaurant. Send okay. me a gift card <clears throat> to one of my favorite bakeries. Because <laughs> at least I'd rather eat one time than to wear something many times that I don't want to wear. Okay. Or just to let it sit in my closet. I'd rather just let it sit in my stomach for a season. Mm. It's going to be a short season. It's a short season, but it's a season I won't forget. See, it's something about food, man. When you have a great food experience, you know it's a great food experience when you think on it. When you think on these things days later. (laughs) When you're having a bad moment, man, you think about that burger and fries you had last Tuesday. When you're having a bad day or you're having a frustrating moment, you can think on, man, that omelet yesterday was delicious. I think you might have a problem if you're thinking nah, about it. No, I just, no, nah, I mean, I think about Christ. <laughs> then, 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 I, then I think about cake. Yeah, you've got that but, whole that whole verse. Uh, if the, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue. I, I, I don't think food's anywhere in that scripture. Come on, man. Is it food not lovely? Is, don't you don't don't you love when the waitress gives you a good report and say they do got chicken and dumplings in the back? Don't you don't you don't you think that it's commendable when they actually cook your food to perfection? Come on, Ain't, is there anything wrong with thinking on these things? So basically, this is scriptural. What we're what we're kicking out. Here. I'm sure. I'm sure within that scripture, the nuance of that text is that food is one of the categories. Mm-hmm. God gave us food, man. He did. <clears throat> and so why not enjoy it? And that's just what I want for Christmas. Now, 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 if you really want to give me something for Christmas on my birthday, 
Give me space. <laughs> give me sleep. Give okay. me time to go get buckets. Give me give me a time to to just relax. That's a gift right there, bro. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, it is another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. I know we've missed a couple of weeks here. It's the holiday season. It's Josh's oh, fault too. It's not just what? my fault. It's not just my fault. Oh, because we had a death in the family, B. Okay. Mm. All right. Mm. Oh, <laughs> try to put it on me, bro. You know I go below the belt. We had a death in the family. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. It's both. It is. I'll take most of the blame. Ninety ten. Ninety ten. Ninety ten. Wow. Okay. Bro, I was here every week ready. You know what? It's okay. I'm secure. Mm-hmm. I'm secure in myself uh, enough to admit. Yeah, full disclosure, okay? I have been. Oh, no, BD. On. I was just joking. I was just joking, BD. We, please, please tell the people what's new in okay. the world of BD, bro. This is your time to give the plug, B, because BD, what you're doing over there, man, is commendable. Hey. It's beautiful and it's needed. Hey, I appreciate that. Shameless plug. All right. So for those of you who do not know, I have four kids. Three of them have been diagnosed on the autism spectrum. So I've started a YouTube channel just talking about um, some of the challenges that parents, you know, who have children with autism deal with. And so I'm trying to just, you know, uh, give some education, give some insight into what that's like. And then, you know, there's a little humor in there, too. You know, I'm I'm goofy, so I make it, you know, kind of. Yeah, it's interesting or whatever, but we have vlogs, we have other videos. Check it out. It's called the Blue Peace Crew. I'll leave a link in the description and maybe in the video if you wanna if you wanna check that out. But that's oh, what yeah. I've been working on, so that's why um, we've been behind on a few episodes here. But I've got that off the ground. Check it out if you get the chance. Other than that, we're back here rolling at the Good Guys Podcast. Okay, let's get it. Let's so get it. So if you it. haven't subscribed already to the Good Guys podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit <clears> the <throat> bell so that you get post notifications whenever we drop new content. All right, Joshua, is here. Are you ready to do this? Hey man, let's get to it, bro. It is Saturday morning, bro. Saturday morning. We are up early for you guys. I've got the coffee. Josh doesn't drink coffee yet because no. he doesn't have kids, but it's coming soon and we're ready to rock. Hey, does hot cocoa have uh, caffeine? I don't know. That's a good question. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into the episode. And we're going to start as we always do with the weekly airing of grievances. I've got one today, Josh. This is something that's been brewing for a while now. It's been talked about endlessly on the internets, on the interwebs, on social media. Okay? And it is a direct violation. Direct. Of the very man code and and, and good guy's uh, code of ethics. It is a good guy's code of ethics violation. So we have to discuss it here. All right? We're talking about Little Fizz and Omarion. Hmm. Now, uh, for those of you who may or may not know, they are members of the popular boy group, uh, early 2000s boy group, B2K. Very envious of that group back in my day. (laughs) I was very envious. I couldn't dance. I couldn't sing. (laughs) 
they was yeah they was getting all the they had all the girls going crazy back in the 2000s and i look like none of them so when girls like boy groups if you resemble any one of them in the boy group i couldn't even get a rasp i don't even got rasp features <laughs> so I couldn't even get the Raz B. <laughs> I couldn't get. I couldn't even get the Raz B girls. The girls was like, ah, uh, yeah. Nah, I, I don't get, really got I a chance with that. <laughs> but oh, he looks like Raz B. So maybe I got a chance with him. Nah, nope. Couldn't even get that. Couldn't even get Chris Stokes either, bro. Wow. Oh, I hurt him. No, oh, no, I don't want to even be Chris Stokes. Okay. I feel bad. I feel bad. <laughs> well, the, the podcast's not going to go down that. We're not going to go down that road. Whatsoever things are pure and lovely. That's what we talk about here. <laughs> yeah, not defiled and, right. and abusive. So um, they've resurfaced in recent years on um, the Love and Hip Hop show, which Josh, I'm sure you know nothing about, but I am forced to watch with my. I didn't. I didn't even know they was on there. Yeah. So they were on there, and then recently they had, I guess, um, they're touring as B2K for the first time in a long time. So it was a really good tour. Did really well. But I did not go to. If you see me at a B2K Bro. concert, <laughs> popping and locking and cheering, <laughs> we've got a real problem. Whoa, BD. No. <laughs> Bro, you got posters up? You had po- uh, you didn't have posters up in B2K. Which one's your favorite? Little Fizz, probably. Yeah, shut up, man. <laughs> I did not have no B2K posters in my room. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> so Omarion's. Um, X, the mother of his children, April Jones, um, recently started dating Little Fizz. What in the world? And, you know, that the internets have gone <clears throat> wild because, look, that's just, like I said, it's a, it's a violation of the good guy's code of ethics, but it's just a man code violation, period. Like, this is this man's, the, the mother of his children, and you guys were in a boy group together. Like, wow. I don't know the extent of what their their friendship truly was, but it doesn't matter. We're, I think we need to like really like talk <clears throat> about the, the different layers of this and the different nuances in which you can date, you know, your homeboys or, or, or an acquaintances, you know, ex. Because in my book, it's just a, a no go. There's no, look, no there's, go. There's too many fish in the sea. There's too many other fine young ladies out there that you could talk to, to to where you can avoid talking to someone that you, someone you were friends with, or 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 someone that you were business associates with, or whatever the case may be. Like their ex, you can you can avoid that, mm-hmm. and not just not just you know their their ex, like they were. I believe they were engaged, but they have a whole baby, whole two babies together. Hmm. There's no excuse. That's a sucker move by Little Fizz. I don't understand it. And I, quite frankly, I think he's getting played. And worse than all of that, J.E. Man. If there's one uh, rule to being a man... It is to secure the bag at all times. Bag over booty. Bag over booty. Unless it's and your wife's booty. Then you get a bag and booty. You get both. 
You get both. That's the benefits of marriage. Get married. Yeah. Get married. Um, so they went on the tour. It was successful. And so they all, they, you know, at, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, B2K, uh, Bow Wow, uh, Soldier Boy, a bunch of uh, two, uh, early 2000 has-beens. Uh, I shouldn't have said that. Early two thousand artists who are no longer should, uh, on the because because they're they're appealing to the generation of our age. If you're still going to a B two K, a bow wow concert, you should have outgrown. They you should have outgrown that. Well, here's the thing, and it's a smart business move. Um, back when they these artists were popping, we were teenagers with no buying power whatsoever. So now, mm. now we're entering into our 30s and we're starting to actually earn some money to be able to pay to go to these concerts. So that's why it's doing really well. It's a good idea. Oh, it's a good idea, but, you know. So just... they've got together for, I think it's called the Millennium Tour. And it was supposed to be B2K along with Bow Wow and Soulja Boy and, you know, the, the, <clears throat> the rest of the crew. And oh, Marianne. Listen, BD, before you go there. Okay. Omarion prophesied this. Mm. He said this icebox where my heart used oh. to be. Wow. That was prophecy. I'm so was it, I'm so cold. I'm so mm. cold. I'm he, so cold. He was cold with this move. That was seven, eight years ago. Mm. In which the prophet uh, prophesied uh, words of uh, things to come. Man. On Little Fizz's birthday. Hmm. The day that he graced this planet and his mother bequeathed him the name Little Fizz. Did she? I don't think that's his real name. But it sounded and, bruh, boy, Fizz sounds so bad in this generation. <laughs> That's like the worst name. That's the worst little Fizz. <laughs> Fizz. <laughs> Alright, keep going, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. It's clean, clean, right. clean channel over here. That's right. <clears throat> Omarion announced that he would be going on the Millennium Tour by himself. No B2K. Omarion. And he can do that because Omarion's got hits by himself. And now Little Fizz has fizzled out. <clears throat> B oh, BD, that's poetic. See, see, Little Fizz should have read the chapter of Michelle. The chapter of Michelle from Destiny's Child. Okay. Elaborate. When you when you know that you are not Beyonce <clears throat> and that at any given moment Beyonce can call you and say, Hey, it is very lucrative for me. I'm gonna give I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a 955 split. <laughs> right. But at least you get the little fish should have been like, you know what, April? First off, your name is a month. <laughs> I can't trust you. You can't trust somebody whose parents did, wasn't creative enough and named their child a month, okay? <laughs> and then her last name is Jones. April Jones just sounds sneaky, bro. Okay. April Jones just sounds like a, 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 a woman who says, you know what? And I don't know her personally because I don't watch the shows. But by her actions. Now, 
this is what comes with it. Mm-hmm. When you're famous and these type of women come for you, don't make babies with them, bro. Because a, a, that kind of woman scorn. But back to my a previous point. The book of Michelle says, I will, I will follow thee mm-hmm. and I will treat thee with all due respect. Okay. Because I know <clears throat> I'm not. A, what what hits does little Fizz has? Now he had he was the rapper, so of course, of course he we those songs are going to be kind of empty without little Fizz's first. No, they're not. They're just one song. I'm thinking of one song, and I can't even remember the song where little Fizz snapped. The snap? No, no, <clears throat> no. Do not do that. No, no. Oh, my <laughs> Snapped as a as a teen. <laughs> no, teeny boppers. <laughs> no. I won't even give him that. Well, no. Any, well, anyway, I'm, I don't even remember recall his lyrics. Maybe the flow. Maybe it wasn't the lyrics, but the flow. You know. But anyway, he should have just said, you know what, April? No. You have two kids by my employer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You have two my kids employer. by my boss. See, what happens is... <laughs> He thought that, okay, you know, I'm getting that little TV money. Right. You know, it's business. Right. And even, and guys, you have to understand, even if you go to your homeboy or your employer and you say, hey, is it okay for me to date your baby's moms? Even if that man says, yes, it's okay, it is not okay. No. Because legally he cannot say, because that's not his wife. He can't say, you can't date my woman. Right. In this era, back in our era, we used to say that. But at the same time, if your man, in this case, your employer says no, even if he says yes, it's don't no. do it. It's a no. That is just like like you said, like <clears throat> you have to. The, 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 uh, the, the, what, what does Eric Thomas call it? The, the ability to self-assess. Brett. Take it from the J.E. book, self-awareness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The J.E., uh, the, the self-awareness, the, whatever you want to call Just it. Just joking, I'm joking. You have to know, I'm Little Fizz. This is Omarion. He, Bruh. look, let's, let's keep it a buck. <clears throat> the people aren't coming to see me. Mm-mm. They want to see Omarion. He's got the vocals. He's got the dance moves. What does Little Fizz, what what does Jay Book do? Can he sing? No. Raz B? Nobody's coming to see you, Raz B. Mm-mm. They're coming to see Omarion. You guys are the background dancers that make everything look, you know, choreographed. And, 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 and nobody's coming to see you guys. You don't have any hits on your own. You have zero leverage. Okay? Uh, Omarion is the golden calf. You know why he's the golden calf, bro? Listen to his name. Omarion was like, I'm going to use my name because that will transcend generations. Who's your name's Little Fizz? Your name's Raz B and J Bug. <laughs> this is very true. I never thought about that. Where is that gonna take you? Omarion said, do not "Age well." In the moment when they came together and said, "What names we're gonna have?" Omarion knew <laughs> I'm using y'all because y'all dumb enough to give me these names. You dumb enough to call yourself <laughs> Little Fizz, Little Fizz, bro, Little Fizz, Fizz and what? What it was a Fizz. 
Right. It's a bub. It's a bubbling of substance. Right. It is. It it, it bubbles and then it busts. It goes away. Then you have J Boog, J Boog Booger, Bug? Boogie. What What are you gonna do as a grown man with the name J Boog? It's cool you, right now when we're teenagers. What are you gonna do in ten years you, at the age of twenty seven <clears throat> with the name J Boog? J Boog, like bro, you cannot create names that uncles gave you as a child. No. You can't. Because first off, your uncle called you J Book. If your uncle called you little Fizz, we better run away from the uncle, right? Exactly. But what, but what I'm trying to say is, Omarion said he shook his head and was like, "This ain't gonna last." No. Those names were short-sighted at best. Okay. Omarion said, "Omarion, I can be a 35-year-old man with the name Omarion and still <clears throat> sell out a concert. I can't be the J Book or or O O O Fluffy." Uh, at 35 and trying to sell out a concert. So I'm going to go with my name, Omarion, and I'm going to have longevity. And that's what he's got. And I don't know what Little Fizz was thinking. Messing with the baby, like you said, if he, if you go to him and you ask him and he says yes, don't listen to that. You have enough common sense to know that you don't mess with the baby mother of a, uh, someone that is in your directly uh, related to your bag. How you spell April Jones? I gotta see her. They didn't even spell it right. It's A P R Y L or something. Y L? Yes. Wow. Let me find this April Jones to see if she's worth. Okay. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so back to you. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do <laughs> So back to your point. Um, sometimes you just have to. <laughs> Even if you see someone approach you like that, okay, you still, okay. you still, bro. And maybe what happened to Little Fizz because maybe Little Fizz couldn't draw what the type of clientele that Omarion can draw. And then when the scraps fell from, no, I don't want to call it scraps, but when something fell from the master's table, <laughs> <laughs> he thought, oh, this Saturday mornings, y'all. <laughs> you're going to get a fresh, a fr see, we was recording our podcast at the end of a long day. And y'all still got that caliber of podcast. That's right. Imagine what you're going to get from that, that dew on the podcast, that fresh dew. Mm, resting on us, bro. Mm, like so when that party. when 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 she fell off when when she when he moved her off the master's table, Lil Fizz like I ain't never seen nothing come at me like this. But he should have understood that a scorned woman doesn't love you. No, she's using you. That's the main point out of all of this. I don't even think she really, really likes him. Like, she's using you, bro. She's still she getting wants... that bag from Amari. She's still getting... Oh, my goodness. She's still getting the bag. <laughs> and you ain't getting... She's still getting the bag bro, from Omarion, bro. Point You're number not. three is there are certain people that's always going to be on payroll. Always. She's always going to be on payroll. She's good. You're not. Bruh, and you know with a name like Little Fizz, you have no other businesses. 
You have nothing else residually coming in. You don't have nothing else. You see what I'm saying? A little Fizz LLC. In this generation, we're going to look at you and be like, bruh, even if you just call yourself Fizz. At least, is his name Fitzgerald? <laughs> oh, baby. Now, if your name is Fitzgerald, it's just t- it's time for you. To- he don't have tattoos, do he? Because Fitzgerald can get you some places. That name, that name Fitzgerald, can, can take you far. Fitzgerald can. Little Fizz is not taking you anywhere. And you are playing yourself <clears throat> to the highest level. She's still getting the bag from Omarion. You are not. You have messed up your bag. And again, she doesn't really care about you. She's using you to get it back at Omarion. And when she's done with that, she will dispose of you. And you will. You think April really, uh, you know, is going to go from Omarion to some, you know, non talented, uh, you know, like, bruh. You think she's really happy with that? You cannot trust old residuals you have to make new residuals you cannot just live off of b2k bread alone Mm-mm. you gotta you gotta create something new and and i feel bad for little fit now i don't feel bad because he played himself he did. and 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 that's why they b2k and maybe well i ain't gonna go into what happened to them that probably messed them up mentally <clears throat> but they should have took the book out of destiny's child what Mich- michelle and um please forgive me for, for forgetting kelly kelly Beyonce. kelly kelly created something of her own right michelle created something of her own they wasn't right. as big as beyonce and that's okay that's okay but if beyonce cuts the cord you have other cords bringing in money so I don't even think he got his face on the rap snacks. So you you not you have nothing. So, man, <clears throat> prayers goes up to little Fizz. Maybe we should pray for him. Nah, I don't even think some people don't even not deserve your prayers, man. Sometimes they have to go through this. They have to they have to go through and and find God through pain. And that pain is coming. I guarantee. Man, anyway. bro. Is that all the points? Is there anything we should encourage the young men out there not to do to play themselves? Or have we covered it all? Don't. If, like, if you have... Okay, so your homeboy, <clears throat> you already should know. That's off limits. Like, just don't do it. Just don't okay? do it. If it's... um, oh, What do you think about, like, a, a fellow employee... I mean, no, no. See, we got you. Got to understand. You got to understand when it comes to, I wouldn't even say women, just certain people. Certain people are just spiteful. So you got to assess, fellas. You got to assess what's going on. First off, little Fizz seemed like he was probably the chill, cool, nice guy, mm-hmm. right? And maybe Omarion back in the B two K days probably has some insecurities that April may have heard during pillow talk about how Lil Fizz was cuter than him, right? Maybe Omarion has some self-esteem issues where he was like, I'm Omarion, but Lil Fizz got, you know, light skin, you know, hair and stuff. Maybe maybe April knew some intel because why did April do a beeline to him? Because I think deep down inside, Lil Fizz was the one that she knew would hurt Omarion the worst. Mm-hmm. 
So anytime you have a woman come to you or an employee, a, a, a person at the job, assess every angle. Before, before, to, to, hold on. <laughs> Don't assess those <laughs> angles. Before you get to those angles in holy matrimony, <laughs> mm-hmm. assess all of the other angles. Think five to ten moves ahead. Think about... Are you looking in the mirror and be like, oh, I'm not attractive. I'm just joking. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. You look at no, you gotta understand and say, okay, I'm not attractive enough for her acting this way out of the blue. Especially when it's out of the blue. If she ain't gave you no attention all since you've been you've been working there 20 years. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden she wants to talk to you, something is up. You are part of a scheme, a plot to hurt. Because one thing about hurt people, they want to hurt the person that hurt them. That's right. And so what happens is Omarion hurt her because these women have to understand, not only saying these women, but women have to understand in that field, those men don't care about you. So you get your feelings invested. That guy, you know, you got two kids by him, so good for you. Um, that, that's not that's not, that's not preacher coach Josh advice. That's just, hey, at least you got two kids out of it. But at the same time, Lil Fizz, man, you should have known she has two kids. Like, Lil Fizz must have been on Molly. He was on drugs. Because, <laughs> bro, just if a woman comes to me, has two kids by somebody richer than me, I'm not messing with you. Number I'm one, good. he got shooters probably. You right. see what I'm saying? Number two, that's the mother of his kids. And the interview Omarion did had the nation calling him, <clears throat> was, was stunned by his reaction. He was just cool, calm. See, while April and Fizz was playing checkers, mm. Omarion was playing chess. Right. He was buying himself time till November 26th. Or whenever Lil Fizz's birthday and said the world will know, there's an icebox where my heart used to be. Here, here's a rule that I think a, a good rule of thumb that I think um, mm-hmm. men should mm-hmm. use, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you want to engage in this kind of you know situation like a, like a little Fizz or Marion situation, if you, if you're gonna date um, a man that the mother of a man's children, mm. right? Never. <laughs> if you're going to do it, you shouldn't do it. But if you're going to do it, you need to be more successful than that man. You do. Because if you're not, you're <clears throat> going to lose in this situation. Okay? She's not going to just be with you and long term. After a while, she's going to get... I, he used to buy me this. We, when we used to go on vacations with him, we used to stay at the Four Seasons. With you, we're staying in Best Western, you know. And that's not, even, that's not even the best of the Western. Like, oh my gosh, BD, that's a, that's a, go finish your point. Because that's, boy, I'm telling you, that right there will save a lot of lives. Bro. I'm just saying, like, Little Fizz is not winning this situation. After a while, April's going to remember the B2K days and how she was traveling and how she was living. She's going to realize that she's getting more money from child support from Omarion than she's getting from you. And it's and she's going to go she's going to go back or she's going to find somebody who's on Omarion's level or higher. So that is a rule of thumb. <clears throat> bro, I and just looked at I just looked at a little fizz picture, bro. Okay. He, he looked dusty, bro. 
Now, I'm sh- I don't know if he makes more. He probably does make more money than me. I'm pretty sure. But what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> imagine if she comes to you in your apartment and she has red bottoms. Well, I ain't going to describe this kind of woman. But if she just comes to your house and you have an apartment and you been to Omarion's house, she's just there temporarily. Right. Cause she always has an open door to a Marion. She, 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 she got the kids, man. And here's the most telltale sign, right? It, because I know you don't watch the show. No. Nope. The only reason she's dating Little Fizz, Josh, is because he was there for her when she <clears> broke <throat> up when Omarion left her. Bruh, 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 bruh. All let me, you let... did was fill a void, a temporary void. When she was hurting, you filled that void. You stopped her from hurting as bad as she was. And so she's using you right now to bridge that, you know, that 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 time that it takes for uh, wounds to heal. She's using the you as a bandage for that wound to heal. And once it's healed, she's going to take you off like everyone does with a bandaid. That's what you are, little fizz. You are a used bandaid right now. And you got blood on you. I don't care. I don't, and I don't care how enjoyable it was to cover that wound. It ain't the blood of Jesus either. It ain't the blood of Christ because that at least washes. <laughs> BD man, I used to be that guy, that big brother. That was your role. That was my role for years. And what did it get me? Nothing that I wanted at that time. As a virgin, it's a I didn't. Long-term I didn't relationships. But, but uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> I was like, bro, do you know how many nights when people, you know, certain ladies come and give me advice? I mean, I, they wanted my advice about a relationship, and I just thought, oh, this is my opportunity. <laughs> you thought? I thought, and the next, I was so confused as a young man, BD. I was like, you told me all the things you hated about this guy. And at least on social media, I would have had a heads up, but we didn't have social media back then. I'm walking to the cafeteria <laughs> and I'm about to go sit with my newfound friend. And I go, I come through the door and I drop my tray. And y'all sitting together, Kiki and And I'm looking at you, looking at me, looking at you. Bruh. That's I the learned. thing about when you talk about uh, <clears throat> ex-married couples when you talk about you know men and women who have babies together who have extended history together Mm -mm. they go through a hiccup in their relationship and you think you're gonna slide on up in there and get in where you fit in bruh that mess is temporary they're gonna be back together they're gonna get back together they're gonna get back together and the guy knows it unless 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 you are the upgrade exactly if you're the upgrade you gotta be better than him. That's the only way it's possible. If she comes to you, ask her who is he, and then all you just ask for his name. Oh, what's his name? He did what? Get the first and last name. Mm-hmm. Soon as the why, well, soon as, wait till the conversation. Then you Google that man. Let's Google him. You go to LinkedIn before you go to Facebook. <laughs> if he's on LinkedIn, you disconnect the links between you and her because Do anybody it. on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> official. 
If he's on Snapchat, oh, you got a chance. You got a good chance. Good chance. If he's on Instagram, well, if he got guns in his pictures, there's certain women that even if you are the upgrade, you would downgrade yourself six feet in the dirt. Right. I don't, if, his, if her baby's father, if she says my baby's father, and she don't say she don't put the ER at the end, the hard ER at the end, and it's an A, mm-hmm. her baby's father, mm-hmm. and or he got she say baby daddy. And he, he doing this in videos, Mm-mm. and he's doing her. this in videos, Mm-mm. and he's got that, and he's got that thing thing like this. Look, don't do it. It's not worth it. Now, now, if you ask her for his name, ask her for his Instagram name. Because those okay. kind of guys don't they don't use their full name because you know they don't use their government name because the government's after them. Right. As for little uh, little Glock forty seven, <laughs> little Glock forty seven. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what forty seven got to do with it. Maybe that's when his dad died at forty seven. Little Glock forty seven underscore. <laughs> Anytime someone name got an underscore in it, you got a chance. <sighs> All right. I think we've, I think we've covered this pretty thoroughly. I think so. I just don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't mess with another man's woman while they're in between. If she ain't, if she, <coughs> some people are just never done, bro. And ladies, stop being messy. Some, mm. some there, there's women out there. There's women out there right now that are messy. Give your pains to God. He'll take care of you and the two kids. Mm-hmm. He'll take care of you. But don't end these men's careers. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Fizz looked up on his birthday. He didn't even get to the cake yet. Omarion released the information early that day. Because mm. nobody celebrates their birthday in the AM. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make sure. Hold on, let me go to Lil Fizz Networth. Oh shoot! Little Fizz Network. It might it might not even pop up. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Little Fizz, two million dollars. That's not liquid cash, though. No. It's Omarion's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it popped up. Twelve million. Mm, that's and a ten million dollar difference. Ten million dollar. Ten million dollar difference, bro. Oh well, we're done. All right, <clears throat> so we're going to go ahead and keep it moving into the main topic of the day, even though we just went for 39 minutes on the weekly airing of grievances. I think that's a record. That's a record, way. but th- but it was a, it was an airing and a good guy's guide. In it one. really was. That was some valuable information. Okay, today's main topic we're going to be talking about in 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 the uh, the spirit of the season because the, this is the time of year that a lot of people you know are are congregating with family and friends and and gathering around and you're meeting up with people that that you haven't seen in a while and you know there there's a lot of joy going around there's a lot of family um, there's a lot of fellowship but it is also during this season that a lot of people suffer from loneliness because if you don't have that family if you don't have that circle or group of friends this is the time of season where you're most aware of it because everyone else is congregating and you're not so 
We're going to talk about how to deal with loneliness in this episode of the Good Guys Podcast. Josh, I'm going to kick it to you. Do what you will. As you probably saw in the title of this video, we're going to be talking about, are you sick of being lonely? Mm. Are you sick of being lonely? Okay. I have a three-part series with this. <laughs> um, so I'm going to take the first part and just dissect it. So just to give you insight to what we're going to be talking about, I don't know if it's going to be a chronological order. I don't know if we're going to do this spread out, but we're going to be talking about three main points or four main points. What is loneliness? Three types of loneliness, signs of signs that you're lonely and how to deal with your loneliness. So this is going to be maybe a three week, four week because we want to, coach will give this to you for two and a half hours. But we're family men. And when you do anything on a Saturday morning, you have a limited time frame. Okay? Absolutely. So, I'm getting right into it. Definition of loneliness is this. <clears throat> it says, loneliness is a negative human emotion derived from unique and oftentimes complex situations where a person doesn't either recognize or respond to the friendship and presence of God. Loneliness is a negative <clears throat> human emotion derived from unique and oftentimes complex situations where a per person doesn't either recognize or respond to the friendship or presence of God. It is the mental level below sadness but above depression. Mm. This definition is dense. I may, I may not even get past the definition. Let's break this down, BD. Loneliness is a negative emotion derived from unique and oftentimes complex situations. Let's break that down. Loneliness is an illusion. It's a false ideal. Because the Bible says it's in him that we live, move, and have our being. It is in him that we live, move, and have our being. It is in him, meaning that we're never alone. He is everywhere. He's omniscient, meaning he's all-knowing. He's omnipresent, meaning he's everywhere. He's all-omnipotent, means he's all-powerful. This God of the Bible mm -hmm. is everywhere. The Bible also says that he is a present help in a time of trouble, a present help, meaning that he's present and is fully able to help. There are certain people who's a present hurt, you know what I'm saying? But he's a present help. So loneliness is a mindset that bursts negative energy, negative emotion, because the mind is overly consumed with the fact that a person has nobody. Or they feel like they don't have someone that understands. Or they feel like they don't have someone that is intrigued or interested in them. So loneliness is a negative human emotion. It is not a God-given emotion. It's not a divine emotion because a person who understands or recognizes the presence of God doesn't mind being alone because they have the best person with them. Loneliness is a negative mindset that produces a negative emotion that derives from unique and oftentimes complex situations. The mindset is understandable to a degree. If you don't understand God, I can understand, or if you don't understand the presence of God, I can understand why you may feel lonely at times because loneliness comes from unique situations. 
and oftentimes complex situations where uh, the family foundation wasn't strong. Your father wasn't there. Your mom wasn't there. Certain foundations kind of contributed to a certain mindset that led you to a place of overly exalting a person in your life or over exalting the idea of marriage that you mismanage or misunderstand the purpose of your singleness. The good thing about life is if you do one thing about life is if you don't appreciate being alone, then you won't appreciate really anything. Because if you don't understand yourself, if you're not willing to be alone with yourself, but you always have the need to be with someone else, then you miss one key part of life. And that's personal development. You OK, BD? You look scared. Is, is all the technology's working? Everything's good. OK, I, I don't want to go. I'll stop here. If, 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 if I'll stop right here. Nope. All systems are a go. <clears throat> Let's go, kids. Continue. Where a person doesn't either recognize or respond to the friendship of God. I love that part of definition because it is our responsibility to recognize. It is his responsibility to be who he is. He doesn't have the responsibility to making himself known. He says it's clearly seen in the trees, clearly seen in nature that I'm God. Like it's clearly seen that I'm here. So I've been I've been wrecked. I've, I've revealed myself to you from the beginning of time. I revealed myself to I, I'm revealing myself to you when you look yourself in the mirror because you was created in my image. So you there's all the clues. But when the mind doesn't recognize or respond to the friendship or presence of God, loneliness sets in. Okay. Let's, let's keep going. Another part of definition is it says that loneliness is a men- is it is the mental level below sadness, but above depression. Now, why'd I put that? <clears throat> when you're in a lonely state, loneliness is the fruit of sadness. Sadness is the fruit of disappointment. Disappointment is the fruit of a false expectation or expectation that just wasn't met. So when you have a false expectation of a person, of a situation, of a season, and when that thing doesn't happen in the time frame that you believed it, disappointment happens. Most people are not built at the level of maturity to deal with disappointments. When disappointments happen and that person doesn't deal with a disappointment the right way, then you get into a sad state, a deep sadness. Sadness, which lures you to reflecting on why you're sad over and over again. This produces a a victim's mentality. This produces an excuse-making mentality. This produces a I'm sick of being lonely mentality. Sickness happens after, how can I put it, a, a germ, a germ of thought. Produce the sickness of mind. <laughs> you see, y'all thought I was lost. Hey, mm-hmm. but when the germ of a thought comes in the mind of a person, mm-hmm. have you ever heard situations where you had the sniffles and uh, a cough came upon you and a uh, fever was there? Mm-hmm. The doctor would tell you that the fever and the coughing and the running of the nose and the sniffle was just the fruit of a of a germ that was in you days prior. That's right. So when you allow germ type thoughts to come into your mind about why you are alone, then you would become sick of being lonely. Mm. 
You can put me in a Baptist church. You can put me in a Kojic church. You can put me in a non-denominator. I will teach the people. That's right. You got to attack the thoughts in your mind. Those germs that's going to try to make you being sick of a season that was meant to save you. Mm. Mm. It's a mental level below sadness. Mm-hmm. But right before depression, depression is a deep press, a deep press. I'm pressing you deep into darkness. And that happens in the mind. Let's keep going. <clears throat> Satan doesn't want us to recognize or respond to the friendship of God, but instead to reach for friendships and relationships that are not supported by him. <clears throat> Anything that's not supported by God will fail you which will lead to disappointment, which would then lead to sadness, which would then lead to X, Y, and Z. So when you do not decide to recognize that God is there with you in your singleness, is there with you, because there's some lonely people in marriages. I'm talking, let me talk to the married folk. There's some married people right there that are lonely and married. That's why if you're sick of being lonely in your singleness, settle for the wrong one. You're going to be extremely uh, stage four sick being lonely in a marriage because imagine coming home to a person and you are not noticed you are not appreciated right so we have to understand that loneliness is not just a single person's problem loneliness is a universal problem but if you recognize the love of god and you engage it it doesn't matter it may it may disappoint you but it will not sadden you so Satan wants, doesn't want us to recognize or respond not to the person of God, but the friendship that he offers. The Bible reads in John 15, 15. Y'all didn't think I didn't have a text? Okay. The Bible, this is Jesus talking to his boys. And he's also talking to us. No longer do I call you servants. For the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. <clears throat> For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Mm. God doesn't want servants. He wants friends. Because you can't trust servants. Right. They're only serving you to get what they need to serve themselves. And then once they have served themselves, they're out. He called us friends. Because when you become a friend of God and you see how friendly God is, man, you, you don't mind being alone. Now, there's a balance to you. Don't be too alone. You need accountability. Right. But you don't mind being alone. Let me get let me get out of here. <clears throat> get out of these points because I feel sometimes a preacher can be stuck in his introduction. <laughs> Three types of loneliness, and then BD can chime in. And then I'm done with this part of this message. Okay. <clears throat> there's three types of loneliness that I did research on. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's situational loneliness, developmental loneliness, and internal loneliness. Situational, developmental, internal. Situational loneliness is situational loneliness occurs when there are changes in your life that causes you to feel isolated or alone. Thankfully, this loneliness often gets better with time as you adapt to your new normal. This happens when you move to a new city, when you move to a new area, when you've been elevated at a, at a new job. Situation alone is where you get to a new place and you're like, I've never been here before. People here don't quite understand me yet. Um, 
I have to start all over again. And sometimes that situation aloneness gets deep rooted because maybe you might not meet nobody for, I mean, you meet people, but you may not meet a friend until months or a year in. Right. Situational aloneness is when you come into a new place and, and you're like, nobody understands me. I'm not there, but it doesn't matter where you go in life. God knows you. You got to be able to have such a friendship with God that is transferable to any new situation. See what I'm saying? When you got a relationship with God, it should, it could, when you get to a new job, it transfers. Right. As a human, I understand. So we, we're not talking about, we, we completely understand being a human is complex. That's why the definition says unique and complex situations. But God understands our complexities and he's the one that made us unique for every unique situation. So when we understand that, no matter, we cannot make the excuses, well, I'm in a new city and I've been here for a year and haven't met nobody, but you've, haven't you met God? Even though you are in a new place, God should not be new to you in that new place. Right. Anything on that, BD? No, I do not have anything on that one. You want me to go to signs of you being lonely because I'm going quick? I'm just joking. I'm joking. Developmental loneliness. Let me make sure I break the definition down some more. Situation loneliness occurs when there are changes in your life. Life is full of changes. Mm-hmm. But if you're anchored into one that never changes... Then it doesn't matter what changes happen in your life, you're still secured. Situational loneliness occurs when there are changes in your life that cause you to feel isolated or alone. No situation, no change should make you feel isolated or alone. Isolation is a blessing by God when God wants to promote you, right? If before there's ever uh, elevation, it's isolation. You see what I'm saying? God draws you to himself because when you always in the pool of other people's thoughts and you are in the think tank of your peers, then sometimes you will never find yourself. You'll just be a byproduct of your peer group. But when you're isolated with God, God is trying to bring you to himself so that you can understand yourself within him. So that no matter where you go in life, you maintain your identity in him. Thankfully, though, this loneliness often gets better with time as you adapt to your new normal. Acceptance helps you adapt quicker. When I know I'm accepted by God and I acknowledge God in everything that I do, it's easier for me to adapt because as a believer, I have the spirit of God in me that's able to help me think three to four moves ahead. And plus, you don't want to quickly make new friends in a new situation. You don't want to quickly make new associates in a new situation. See what I'm saying? Developmental loneliness and then internal loneliness. Developmental loneliness is the feelings of being behind. Mm. Everybody's getting married but you. Mm. Everybody's having babies but you. Mm. Everybody's getting promoted but you. Yep. All right. The feelings of being behind. You feel like everyone is moving on and excelling without you. Getting good grades, starting families, getting promotions. Just be, You know, I love the verse that says, um, the, the, the last shall be first. The first yeah. shall be last. Let me right. break that down. Why will the last be first? Because oftentimes when you last, you see everything. Mm. When you in the back, you see everything. So everybody who's rushing to be first, all they see is the prize. But those who are last see the process. Oh, my goodness. Most people so caught up on looking at the prize that's called marriage, the prize of having children, the prize of success. But when you are in the back of the line, you see the process. Right. So the last shall be first. 
and the first shall be last because the first don't know how don't know how to last because they haven't endured anything. So, yes, let everybody now if you're behind because of your lack of discipline, then you got to change. But if you are seeing everybody progressing and you're doing the right things and sometimes you find yourself feeling bad because they're getting promoted. Do you know how many people got to give up their cheeks to be promoted? Do you know what people got to do to get promoted out here? Do you know what people got to do? You know what people do to settle for a marriage? Their wedding looks better than their marriage. Mm. Don't be with someone that's good at dating, but ain't good at marriage. You see what I'm saying? Right. People good daters, but they're not good at marriage because dating doesn't have much responsibilities with it. So just because it seems like you're not progressing like everyone else and you're doing the right things, don't get discouraged. Right. Keep developing yourself and doing the right things because you will be first. Being first doesn't mean anything. I don't want to win one championship. I want to win multiples. I don't just want to be first for a moment. Do you know how many people are first? Do you, when you run a track, how many people are in first? But they don't cross the line first. They start off fast. Oh, man, you in the back, but you pacing yourself. Right. They're sprinting, but because you pacing yourself, they start falling back and you start going forward. Anything on that, BD? Yeah, you got to you gotta run your own race. You know, It's good you use that analogy because... You got to run your own race like they tell you, you know, when you're when you're in a race, when you're sprinting or whatever, you can't look to the left. or You can't look to the right because that energy you could use to keep running faster. That's real. You know, like you can't be looking at what somebody everybody has their own. God has his own path for everybody's life. And different people are going to hit different milestones at different times. And there's a reason for all of that. So if you're looking around, oh. They're having a baby, you know, oh, they're married. They, they've got a family and I don't. Why not? I feel lonely because, you know, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm not hitting milestones at the same time other people are hitting them. You're messing yourself up. You're, 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 you're not trusting that God has that plan for your life and that God has that proper <clears throat> timing for everything that's supposed to happen to you. And like you said, J.E., like as far as like. If you're if if you're if you're not hitting those milestones yet and you feel like you're behind, look at it as a blessing. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to sit back, watch what other people do, watch what other people are doing in their marriages and, and the struggles and challenges that they're going to have, because you're going to have them regardless in a marriage. Yep. But look at some of those struggles and challenges <clears throat> and say, hey, maybe this is something that I can work on, you know, while I'm single so that when I get married and I come across that struggle or that challenge. I know how to handle it. Watch other people as they have kids. Watch other people, you know, as they hit these milestones and they go through things through life. Your advantage is that you get to sit back and watch Mm. and prepare yourself accordingly. So run your race. Don't worry about what other people have or what they're doing or what milestones they're hitting. Run your race and trust that God has the proper plan and the proper timing for your life. Listen, man, the Bible says, watch and pray lest you fall into temptation. It is tempting to look at others, to settle. When you're looking at somebody else, quote unquote, succeed, it's tempting to settle. But the word says, watch and pray. Mm. Watch and talk to God. That's what you do right now. Watch and build your relationship with God. Watch and pray lest you too 
fall into the temptation that they're in. And you don't know what you got until you get it. Oh man, I had some I had some thoughts about marriage that I threw in the trash can when I got married. Marriage is a is a different kind of monster, yo. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks cute. The dress looks good. He looks good with his boys. Yeah, he cried when you walked down. I, I had five posters. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had the people spell out letters. But oh, when my boys took their planes back home. Mm. I got that last voicemail from my mom in regards to me being a single man, saying, son, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. After half of my good cake was eaten. Mm, that was good cake. The day after, <laughs> the day after we got married, we got hit with the situation. You don't know. See, all marriages are not made the same. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? You don't know. What I've learned, what I'm learning now about marriage is is how you handle what's thrown at you. Period. That's it. That's it. If you if you can't handle what's thrown at you as a single person, if you can't handle what's thrown at you at, at this level of your company, if you can't handle what's thrown at you in the beginning stages of entrepreneurship, what makes you think you're going to handle things up there? If you can't control yourself as a single man, you are not going to be faithful as a married man. If you can't control your emotions as a single woman, you're going to hurt your husband in a, in, as a married woman. So instead of being sick of being lonely, see the healing balm in your singleness who is Jesus, who is there to develop you to be able to withstand those who are champions, those who last withstands the process. They're able to withstand what th- what's thrown at them. They're able to take it longer. Who goes out there and gets these terrorists? They don't send Billy Bob who just made it to the army. They don't send Brandon. <laughs> they, send, they, send, they send them elite people who've been in the ocean and had to swim back on their own. People who had to go through all type of interrogating strategies, they send them because they're able to withstand. Mm. But who's the first to Iraq? Not them. Who's the first to Afghanistan? Not them. Who's first to these opportunities? Not them. They don't probably get called much. They get called for special situations. So they could be just like, man, we ain't really got no jobs. We ain't really got to shoot nobody in the face. They probably get called more than that. But anyway, next point. internal loneliness this is the one that hurts a lot of people internal loneliness comes from a perception of being alone in any and every situation surrounded but lonely Mm. internal loneliness bursts from a lack of identity when you know who you are you're never alone you know why because you're surrounded by God and you're surrounded by your purpose man I'm never alone. You know why? Because I can always grab a notebook and start working on my next book. I'm never, it don't matter if I'm, I'm surrounded by a bunch of people. I'm internally loving the opportunity not to be bothered by people. So what I do is <laughs> I, I work on my purpose. Right. Because people don't have a clear understanding of their identity, they suffer from internal loneliness and they could be surrounded by people that love them. But because they're lonely in their mind, that perception, that worldview warps them. Right. There's people there that love you. Some people, you got good people around you. 
But because you don't know yourself and you don't love yourself, you got to forgive yourself, forgive other people. You got to get that toxicity out of you and let the loving God in. He's at the door knocking. Open the door. He's not a Jehovah's Witness. Okay, open the door and let him in. Anything on that, BD? Because that's all I got for today. Yeah, that internal loneliness <clears throat> is, I think, probably one that affects the most people, I would say, out of these three. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times people can, like you said, have have people around you that love you, have family <clears throat> members, have a wife, have you know children around you that love you, but your heart and your mind is in the wrong place. You're, ser you're, you're searching for the wrong things. So while you have all this love around you, all these people around you, you're, you're, you're unsatisfied, you're feeling lonely because you're longing for uh, more money or a promotion at your job. That's right. You're, you're, you're struggling with lust. And so you're looking for love on the internet, looking at the wrong things. Your, your, you know, your, your mindset and your heart is perverted and you're surrounded by people that love you. You have a wife that loves you, but you're searching for a love elsewhere. You have family that love you, but you're focused on, you know, trying to advance. So I think that internal only and that what that creates is an internal loneliness where, you know, you're, you feel like you're, you're on your own and you're fighting and you're the weight of the world's on your shoulders because you're looking for for love and and um, satisfaction out of things that are never going to satisfy you. So, BD, BD, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that that was pretty much it. That that internal loneliness right there, that's the one that gets a lot of people, and it's just it's just a frustrating day to day experience. You're like, why do I feel lonely? Like you're not literally lonely. You actually have people around you, but you still feel lonely because you're looking for the wrong things. Sin is a bad friend. Yeah. Sin is sin is what isolates you and surrounds you with the condemning thoughts of life. You have to understand that when you when you got a loving wife and you rather be in the arms of another woman, you have a little boy problem. You have a little you have a you have a, a, a child problem, child mentality. You see what I'm saying? Because you think love is a certain kind of way. You have a legit loving wife. But you live the life of lust for so long that you don't you, you all you see is beauty externally. You don't see beauty beauty internally. All you see is what your wife doesn't have, and that's gonna that's gonna attack a man's mind. Like nobody walks into marriage with a perfect mindset. It's about how to deal with certain thoughts that tries to creep in to the mindset that you have built. So right. when you have a strong mind, you listen. You as I'm, let's be honest. We all, me and BD, every man has had thoughts, but thoughts come unaware. Just because you have a thought doesn't mean it's yours. Right. But when you choose to think on that thought, then that means you have something in your heart. So you may think on it for five minutes because you saw something walk past. You're like, whoa, 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 I ain't never seen that before. Mm -hmm. But when you start thinking that, oh, I got a great wife at home. You, see, you begin to think about, oh, man, nah, that, it'll, you'll throw that thought away because common sense. Right. 20 minutes of pleasure versus 40 years of a great marriage. That, right. th oh, those numbers don't add up. Right. You see what I'm saying? So I want numbers that add, not numbers that subtract. Look at little fizz. <laughs> I'm sure he was sick of being lonely. I saw April Jones. I can understand. But he should have thought it through. Right. He should have thought it through. 
And so what I mean by that, man, um, sin is a bad friend. It'll make you believe. And people who surround you in your sin are bad friends, too. They'll make you think there's crazy. A married man should not have single men friends. Once you get married, your single friends should. All right, man, it was cool. Married men should not have, shouldn't be with friends of a man who's bad in his family, divorced his wife over something stupid. That's not right. a good friend. And vice versa for women. You, you got to be able to see what you have. Because listen, a person who counts their blessings first never has time to count their burdens. That's the blessed life. When mm-hmm. you wake up and able to look at your wife or husband and say, you know what, that's a good, or you look at your singleness and be like, you know what, this is a blessing. This is a blessing. My wife's a blessing because beauty fades, man. Your wife and husband are not going to look like the the day you met them. Attraction may have drawn you to them, but their spiritual attraction is what keeps you with them. That's right. Or what makes them spiritually attractive. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got, BD. So basically, loneliness is an illusion of false ideals. False ideals, false expectation leads to disappointment. Disappointment leads to sadness. Sadness leads to the the thought process of loneliness. And loneliness leads to depression. And depression leads to death. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope that uh, was a blessing to somebody. And that's an important message, especially during this time of the year. So, Next time, we're going to be talking about signs that you're lonely. So stay tuned. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and transition into the final segment of the day. It's a new segment that we are going to have here on the Good Guys podcast. Almost have to have. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, It's called This or That. Mm -hmm. All right. And basically, it's it's similar to the one's got to go. But we shaved it down to two things. Hmm. And we have to choose between one of those two things. Makes it more difficult. So probably, probably make it more entertaining because if I can't get through four. Exactly. But see, the thing with four is it's always feels like that one that last. There's always one in that four that you're like, oh, okay, if I can have these three, then I can let that one go. See, this or that, you've got to choose between two things. And one of them you can't have anymore. So this is going to be tough, right? So being that it's the holiday season, we're going to go with some popular uh, Thanksgiving slash Christmas sides. And one of them, you have to choose this or that. So this week's uh, this or that is going to be two of the most popular sides. Hmm. During Thanksgiving and Christmas, these are two sides that can make or break a holiday meal, okay? The meat, sure, it's important. But if you don't have these two sides correct, it's not right. It's not the same. The two sides that we must choose from today, J.E., are candied yams and macaroni. BD, Wait, BD, don't do this to me. You changed it. I did change it. I'm it, sorry. It was mac and cheese or stuffing, right? Bruh, it's dressing. Don't. First off, you disrespected that dish. 
It is not. St- stuffing is what you get in a box. Dressing is what you get in a pan. <laughs> Even okay. though they both end up in a pan, but you don't know. Just, just you, call, <laughs> you call it stuffing? Or was you just trying to be politically correct on the podcast? I think I guess I was just trying to make sure it was clear because some people might think salad dressing. That's I don't a, know. That's a small percentage of people. Our audience knows what dressing is, bro. <laughs> All right. Mac and cheese. Or stuffing slash dressing. But, bro, if you add that candy yams to the mix. That, that. That's that's no, nah, but we, we got this or that. We say because we're not going to do this, this or that. that or that. I mean, that's not that's not going to nope. fly. No, nope. no. Nope. Dressing so, and mac and cheese. No, whoa, whoa, macaroni. No mac and cheese. I don't know. Okay. Now we're not talking about no easy mac. Not easy. We're not talking about no Velveeta shells and cheese. What? We're talking about. That mac and cheese that comes in a pan, okay? This pan. That you have to cut, you know, you have to cut <coughs> a, a chunk out with the cheese and the mac and the cheese and the, the, the butter in there. And, and, and it's just right. The mac and cheese that family members have to fill out, you know, a list of um, uh, uh, a resume and a list of references in order to bring to the holiday meal. That's the mac and cheese we're talking about. You're darn right. And we're not talking about stovetop stuffing that came in the box that you just add water and throw in the microwave. We're not talking about that. We're talking about that stuffing that you put in a pan, that cornbread stuffing that, you know, if you really, you know, if you really from the country, you put some chicken gizzards in there and then you hook it up. Come on now. Come on now. You... The gizzards? Oh, y'all don't the know that. Ninety percent of y'all don't. Y'all never tasted that dressing before. Y'all don't know about that dressing. Y'all looking like they put lizards? No, we didn't say lizards. We said we gizzards. Say we, lizards. This is an organ we talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is an animal's bodily, not not flesh. We talking about an organ. I think a gizzard is an organ. Let me see. I don't know, but I'm not gonna uh, lie, that made it significantly less appetizing when you put it like that. Nah, but when that thing is in the dressing, you don't know. <laughs> that thing in the dressing, y'all. No. <laughs> so, Joshua Ezzy, this or that, macaroni and cheese or cornbread dressing on your holiday plate. One of them you have to leave off of your plate. Which one is it going to be? Forever. Oh, whoa. I thought, you, I thought you said holiday plate. <laughs> well, you're right. No, yeah, f- forever. For- <laughs> no, holiday plate. Because <laughs> that's not fair. That's you not don't fair. Eat dre- you don't no. usually eat dressing that much during the year. So uh, that would be an easy because holiday it, plate. Because if I show up to your house and I know who's in the kitchen, my mouth was watering two days prior. <laughs> In holiday cases, about time I get into November first, my mouth starts watering. Okay. Because I'm I'm in November. Do you know how long it takes to get to November? Mm. After you done bit that it, that that great is after you ate that great meal on Thanksgiving and then doubled back in December <laughs> for eleven months, you ain't getting that meal. Right. So macaroni and cheese. 
I, I, when I get to glory, there's a list of people I want to meet first. Mm-hmm. And I think one of my top 20 to 30 people, if he made mm-hmm. it in, if he or she made it in, mm-hmm. is the first person who came up with that kind of macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. As a child, I think what messed me, what made me not like macaroni and cheese at first, because my mom was giving me that easy mac, because I was a kid. A right. single a single mom working two or three jobs has no time to make macaroni and cheese like that. Right. But the day when I came into Revelation, mm-hmm. and I, I, I saw my mom pull something out the oven. Mm. Usually this was on the stove, but I saw her pull this out the oven and ooh, ooh, and she, you know, she put it on the tip because it was hot. Right. I didn't see my mom stir. I saw my mom cut. Mm. Babe, are you ready? I said, Mom, okay, cool. I'm ready. Always ready. <laughs> I was at the, you know, moms never let you in the kitchen. I was at the threshold of the kitchen always. Because, <laughs> you know, when you try to walk in, act like you get out the kitchen. I was just at, I was just at the threshold. Right. I saw my mom cut a nice little block for me. And when I saw the noodles as one flesh, not dripping, not disjointed, right? Noodles together stuck by 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 cheese. A house divided cannot stand. A noodles divided against itself cannot stand. Mm -mm. See, it kind of resembles the spirit of God. My God. God is the noodle. Mm. Jesus. No, no. God is the pan. Woo! Hey! The okay. Father is the pan. Mm. Christ is the noodles. The Holy Spirit is the cheese. Ooh! Three in one. Hey! Mama! That's a rhema word. God created the earth mm-hmm. Christ was slain before the uh. foundations of the world because you mm-hmm. got to get the noodles before you get the pan so he was right. <laughs> <laughs> he was slain before the foundation mm-hmm. and then God said how am I going to keep this all together mm. the Holy Ghost is the cheese and when the rapture comes to take us out of the, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> the spatula is the angels that he's sending to take us up to meet him in the clouds <laughs> <laughs> to forever be with him. <laughs> wow. But macaroni and cheese, bro. One of a kind. Dressing. <clears throat> Dressing. <clears throat> I remember my first time, maybe not, I can't remember my first time, but I just remember the many times where I had good dressing. Right. See, the con- the food connoisseurs that we are, we know good mac and cheese and good dressing. That's right. If your dressing is half an inch tall, mm-hmm. I can't trust mm-hmm. you. If, no. if, if your dressing is flat and there's more pan height than it is dressing, I can't trust you. Dressing, bro, 
it's all it's, it's probably let me break down the two dressing has a unique flavor of combination you can taste more seasonings and more things in dressing than you can in macaroni and cheese macaroni and cheese just have its own unique taste that's just beautiful <clears throat> but dressing for thanksgiving like if you have dressing outside of the holidays bruh that's that box dressing you just thought was cute oh we can make right. this no we're talking about the dressing where your mom, it scared you when your mom brought that bag home of gizzards. Those gizzards, bro. The little celery pieces, I think is what it's called. Yes. At first, when your mom, see, 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 the food that takes, it's just something about dressing when she's just in there. It sounds nasty because she's just, it's just, gizzards and just other stuff mm -hmm. but oh the finished product bro mm. that that crust that you know it's a good dressing when it is moist with crusty edges and a crusty top mm. bro this this or that mm -hmm. oh man do you want to go and then I decide or do I decide now? That's how we normally do it? Yeah, go ahead and decide because I normally sway your opinion. Hmm. Who am I without these two? Because if I show up to your house and one of these are missing and I know you do them well. I'm automatically leaving. I'm going to leave without what you did make, but I'm leaving. It's funny. I'm gonna walk out the door, come back in, <laughs> look at my head the whole time. <laughs> and I will Get storm out. No, 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 no. no. I'm gonna put the gloves on. I'm taking a whole pan. Because <laughs> my heart is hurt because these two on the same plate is like Kawhi and Paul George. These two on the plate is like LeBron and AD. Mm. Everybody else is just role players. That's right. <clears throat> Bruh. Mm. That's tough. If one has to go. Mm. Dressing. Mm. And the reason why you eat more macaroni and cheese throughout the year. Okay. Imagine like, just imagine you've never, you tasted macaroni and cheese. You tasted your mom's macaroni and cheese and it's never there anymore. Wait, but no. We are talking about solely for the purpose of holidays. So Thanksgiving and Christmas. Your Thanksgiving and your Christmas plate. I thought you said this forever. Or that. I thought you said forever. No. I did it first and then I changed it because I said that would make it too easy because then you would choose Mac automatically. We are only talking about <clears throat> you walk into Thanksgiving, you are fixing your plate, and they say there is only enough mac and cheese and there is only enough dressing for a handful of people. You can only choose one. Then I on came. Your plate. Then I came too late. <laughs> I 
after, after the door closes and the bridegroom done closed the door, and I deserve what I deserve. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm never late. So you got to change that sentence, bro, because I'm always dirt. Nope. You got to say, hey, she didn't make Mac. She didn't make either one of these today. Okay. <laughs> but don't say I showed up late because I'm still in somebody's to go plate. There are two houses that both have a Thanksgiving spread. Two of the most respected cooks that you know, but one of them does not have mac and cheese, and the other one does not have dressing. Whose house are you going to? The one with the dressing. Okay, Bruh, If you made it too easy, if, if I only get dressing twice a year, mm. if I, I well, I could just wait to the next day <laughs> get my mac and cheese. <laughs> or you talking about seasonal for the last two months of the year? You can't have mac. Whoa, last two months of the year, I can't have mac and cheese. Yeah, let's do that then. For the entire Man, holiday my, Honestly, season. bro, because my dressing, because mac and cheese has to go because moms are only in the mood for dressing two times a year. You know what I'm saying? So you got, you just, the dressing we talking about, now the dressing y'all talking about is what you, it's mixed. You got to put some water and let it, let it rise. Let it rise. The dressing I'm talking about takes hours. Mm. It takes some time to make it. It takes some time to cook because one thing you, you there's a certain time frame you got to cook dressing. Right. I don't know the time frame, <laughs> but what I'm saying is because I don't want no dressing that looks good on the outside, but inside mm. is gooey. Mm. Macaroni and cheese has to go because moms ain't gonna make. She ain't gonna be in the mood to get those elbows working, bro. They're not gonna, they they get they getting old they they getting older man. My mom fifty. My mom just turned fifty nine on in this month, so she ain't gonna be all in that bowl, bro. You know, my wife's mom ain't gonna be all in that bowl. Now she gonna she gonna you know what I'm saying, but macaroni and cheese has to go. I can I can okay. I, because oh because I got oh the Thanksgiving plate BD. Right. We gotta talk about this. Mm-hmm. If macaroni and cheese is off the plate. Now, which one goes best with the rest of the Thanksgiving meal? Dressing. <clears throat> Dressing goes good with the um, <clears throat> macaroni and cheese and um, cranberry, whatever that cranberry stuff is. Macaroni and cheese with the, with the sweet potatoes don't really mix well like dressing mix well with everything else on the plate. Dressing and greens. Hold up now. No, macaroni and cheese does well, but not as good as dressing. Mac- I-, I always eat my macaroni and cheese last. The only thing that I'm disagreeing is <clears throat> when you said macaroni does not mix with the sweet potatoes because that is the most glorious my, combination. My, my, my bad, bro. I outspoke. You're right. I outspoke. I misspoke. <laughs> the yams and macaroni and cheese go good together. But macaroni and cheese and greens. Right. Macaroni and cheese and green beans. Macaroni and cheese right, and right, turkey. Right. Mm, no. But macaroni and cheese and yams. It's probably now we next time this or that we got to talk about the best combinations of all time. Yeah, candy yams and macaroni and cheese, and then maybe cookies and ice cream, something like that. Yeah, but uh, okay. macaroni cheese got to go. <clears throat> yeah, I I normally go the opposite way of you. It seems like, but I think we're in agreement on this one. Um, and I mean, it's a hard decision, but it's not a decision that I want to make. You know. I don't want a holiday plate with no mac and cheese, like you said, because you're going to have the candied yams. And that combination of candied yams and mac and cheese, I don't know why, 
but it is just the most glorious combination uh, that there is as far as soul food is concerned. Um, but yeah, the stuffing, it's, bruh, it's bruh, just... Bruh. Stop calling it stuffing. That's disrespectful. Like if I was dressing, out, no, no, because if I was out there in the streets and people was talking bad about your name, if I just laughed with them, you'll be upset. <laughs> That's how dressing okay. feels right now in these streets. You calling it outside of his name. Okay. The dressing. There you go. Um, number one, like you said, is a dish that it really is only prepared during the holiday season, and it just it does it goes better <clears throat> with most of the foods that are on. The holiday plate. It goes better with the turkey. It goes better with the cranberry sauce. It goes better, you know, if you've got some mashed potatoes or, Ooh. you know, like the, the greens with the stuffing. You know, it's it's just got that holiday, the seasons, the sage, the, you know, it's just got those holiday uh, seasonings where it just blends in. It's only right that you have that stuffing that you can interwove. Stop, man. Are you good? Bruh, don't disrespect what brought me through many low seasons of my life. Okay. The dressing. Um, Yeah, I got to go with dressing on this <clears throat> Got to go with dressing on this one. Maybe this was easier than what we thought. It is. It, it was easier. I, you know, we should have did mac and cheese or candied yams because that, let's do it. I think, is a fair um Real fair quick, battle. let's do it. I mean, because, bruh, that, that's easy. <clears throat> This is for it's all not time. Easy. I'm not easy. You know what I mean? It's harder. For all time? That's tough. Macaroni and cheese or candy yams never having it again? There's all kinds of candy yams. You got like the Boston Market yam souffle with the marshmallows and the, you know, granola top. You've got the... The chunks. Mm. The chunks the with the... I like the chunky ones better, bro. I like both. I can't even like. Yeah, it's I hard like both. But if I but if I had a choice, I love I love. Oh man, macaroni and cheese is made only but one way. Good. Candy yams mm. yams are made good in two different other ways. Mm. Candy yams gotta go, bro. And that's and the only reason, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I never make my macaroni and cheese the base of my meal. Mm-hmm. Every time we went to Golden Corral, what did we do, BD? What was at the floor of our plate, bro? Golden Corral. Or yeah, at the floor of our plate was that sweet that sweet potato casserole. Mm. You remember that? True. And if you True. take candy yams out, then you never can have sweet potato pie. Oh. Now, when you brought the pie in this, then that's when ah, uh, uh, is that is that right? Sweet potato pie. So if we take sweet potatoes out, I forget that's something else. Yeah, we won't lump that into it. Cause that was decides. that was about to be. <laughs> candy yams has to go, man. Cause macaroni and cheese, candy yams is not top five dead or alive. Mm. Macaroni and cheese is top two. 
Yeah, this was easier than I thought. Uh, All right, we'll, we'll think through this, this or that a little bit more thoroughly. <laughs> I, I, both of those seem like they're going to be really difficult, but when you really think about macaron it. Macaron and cheese always finds herself where she deserves to be. I think macaron, like macaroni and cheese is the number one side of all time. The only reason it lost to uh, dressing is because dressing <clears> is seasonal, <throat> if we're talking about seasons. But any other battle, macaroni and cheese. I can't think of one side that I would take over mac and cheese all time. So, I'm trying to think. Anyway. I'm trying to think. Nope. There's not a side out there that's better. Maybe fries. But macaroni and cheese still, I would still pick, pick uh, macaroni and cheese over fries. I would still take Mac. That is, that, that, that's actually probably more difficult, though. Because fries, that's actually more difficult. We're not going to we'll, do it right we'll, now. We'll save that for another time. Yeah, we'll say that. We're running time. through all of our dish or deaths in one episode. That's not good. I know, right? <laughs> all right. Um, do you have a weekly nugget of truth, J.E.? Yeah, man. God's a present help, man. He's a present friend. This season is a difficult one for a lot. Some people have lost family members. Some people don't have friends. Some people just move. Some people feel behind. Some people are surrounded by love but still feel eternally lonely. But there's one person that is everywhere. He put his spirit in you. You see what I'm saying? He he's he's closer to anyone. He's closer to you than you are to yourself. Welcome his friendship. Embrace his friendship. Get to know a God that'll never leave you. Humans are fickle. Humans are fake at times, and humans are flawed. And if they are the source of your happiness, you will find yourself lonely time and time again. Get to know God. Get to know yourself and surround yourself with God and your purpose, and you'll find yourself not sick of being lonely. All right. Well, that's all we've got for you here today at the Good Guys Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you got something out of it, whether that be some uh, advice and some insight for your life or whether it's just a laugh that you needed after you're busy or during your busy week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, all right, go ahead and smash that subscribe button and hit the bell so that you get post notifications so you know whenever we drop new comments, content, hop in the comments. Uh, let us know which one's got to go, whether it's mac and cheese or stuffing or dressing or whatever you refer to it as, okay? Let us know um, how you feel about the April and Little Fist situation and what the what you know the, the guy code violations are that, that that you feel like were crossed in this situation. Um Yep. Other than that, that's all we've got. Um for Joshua Ezzy, I am Brandon Nixon. I am a humble father of four happily married man. He is slim rev. He's married too. He's Joshua Ezzy. We are the good guys podcast. I'm happily married too, bro. He's happily married too. We are the good guys podcast.